0: Hello there, Pittsburgh Penguins, three games to one series lead over the New York Rangers. They have a chance to end it once and for all Wednesday night at Madison Square Garden. If that doesn't happen, they will have a chance to end it on Friday night at PBG Paints Arena. And yes, I may have started to look for tickets for that game just to see if maybe, you know, I have off work that day, you know, maybe I'm thinking about it to come up. But we have a full game recap episode for you all coming up right after this drop we're going to go into everything that went right for the penguins and everything that went wrong for the rangers that's all coming up right after this drop Your locked on penguins your daily podcast on the pittsburgh penguins part of the locked on podcast network your team every day Hello and welcome back to a Monday episode of the Locked On Penguins Podcast. I am your host, Hunter Hodes. Remember to follow me on Twitter, Hunter Hodies. Follow the shows, Twitter at la underscore penguins. As uh, usual, today's episode is brought to you by Ben Online. Ben Online is covered all this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. That is Bet Online where the game starts. So, as I said in my intro, the Pittsburgh Penguins are one win away from their first series victory since 2018 when they took out the Philadelphia Flyers in six games. Um, I put this on my social media account. For those that listened or watch the show on YouTube and do not follow me on there, um, if you would have told me that four games into this series that they would have had no contributions from Tristan frickin who played at a Vesna level for most of the season – and they had three wins that consisted of Casey DeSmith and Louis Dominguez. I would have slapped y'all silly. Just everyone that would have told me that I would have slapped you all across the face. I am stunned that this is where we are at in this series. I said going into this, they look cooked. The, the legs don't look to be there. Right now, I look like a complete and utter, excuse me, language, dumbass. That is what I look like right now. And I, I want to stress this to everyone. There is a long way to go in this series. I'm going to keep being a little pessimistic because remember, I picked the Rangers in seven to win my, my series prediction on the preview. I'm going to stick with that because, you know, I'm very superstitious. And also again, this is, this is still not over. They beat the Penguins three times in a row in the regular season. The fourth game is always Always the hardest to win. You know you're going to get their best in each of these last three games if it does get to a game seven, especially on Wednesday. I know the Rangers stunk tonight, but they are going to come out pissed off on Wednesday. They're in front of their home fans. They don't want to play like that at Madison Square Garden, to say the least. Um, This series is far from over, believe me. I just want to put that out there right now. There, you know, keep keep all those. I understand that people probably have the Igor gift ready ready to go with him barking at the Penguins and all that. I know that was bulletin board material. Keep all this stuff. If you're obviously you're a Penguins fans, listen to this podcast. Keep all that stuff in your drafts. Don't celebrate yet. This is not over. I understand the Penguins have won most of their series when they go up three games to one in the Crosby era. The only one they did not win, 2014 against the New York Rangers. They Lit up Henrik Lundqvist for four games. He then went on to only allow three goals in the next three games. It's it's possible. That's all I'm gonna say. I know Shosturkin looks very broken right now. He finally looks human. You know, goaltending is very volatile. Who knew? Who knows if he can go back to his god tier form? I'm just saying, the Penguins are gonna have to play at their very best if they want to eliminate the Rangers in one of these next three games. It's very nice that they are giving Tristan Jari more time to come back. He probably will not be ready for game five, but you may also not need him for that game. Um, maybe he's ready for game six. That's the word that I, I poked around a, a, a little bit today. That's the word I got that they're really hoping that he can be back for game six if necessary, and definitely game seven if necessary, if the, if the series goes back to Madison Square Garden on Sunday, which will, be, of course, be the final game. But, you know, that's the word I got. But, you know, it's just everything that could go right tonight did. For the penguins, and you want numbers? Oh, wait, I am giving you all the data. Penguins had 53% of the shot attempts at 5v5, 65 of the scoring chances. You want to know high danger chances? Here you go. 20 high danger chances for for the penguins, one high danger chance against. I've been watching this sport for Almost 20 years now. I know that's not that long. I know I have listeners of this podcast that have been watching this for way longer. I I get that, trust me. Um, I have never seen a team have 95% of the high danger chances in a game, especially in the playoffs. That was just a dominant level performance by the Penguins. 80% of the expected goals. And oh, I, I am not done when it comes to data here. I'm going to refresh. I have all my tweets ready to go for you all. Right here. Uh, 5v5 expected goals. This was a per evolving hockey. I'm on a natural stat trick, so a little bit different. 84%. That is the most lopsided playoff game by that metric since 2007, 2008, once all of that became available. And you, you all want more? I, I will gladly keep going with these numbers tonight. The Sydney Crosby line, which has been, been disgusting, Gerard Gallant has no. Matchup that he can really throw out there that's really shutting them down. Twelve minutes of five v five ice time. Sixty-three percent of the shot attempts. Ninety-three percent of the expected goals. They outchance the Rangers ten to two when he was on the ice. I mean, this is vintage level stuff from Sidney Crosby. Nine points in uh the first four games. He now has two hundred points. The, the, only the fifth, um, the uh, f- fifth ever player to record that many points. Actually, no, excuse me. Only the sixth ever player to ever record 200 playoff points for his career. He actually tied Yager, Yager excuse me, for fifth all time in playoff points tonight. Um, just a remarkable achievement for him. What the level we are seeing at right now from Sid that he is someone that is pissed. He's not happy with how these last three years has gone. He, he knows. He's been shut down. he knows his line also has been shut down. He knows that the team has not won a playoff series since 2018 and he is willing them to try and win this series. Tonight really was the Sydney Crosby Show. I know it's been the Sydney Crosby show for this entire series, but tonight especially it has it was. This it show Jake Gensel, he gets back on the score sheet again. He has also been tremendous. Where are the takes from these weird yinzers last year when the Penguins lost to the Islanders that said, man, I would trade Jake Gensel for a bag of pucks. This guy is soft as Michelle and likes to say. I would trade him for Matthew Kachuk and all this nonsense. And, you know, I just, where are these people now? Again, since he came into the league in 2017, only Braden Point and Alex Ovechkin have more playoff goals than him. That is how good this player is. And he is just absolutely torching whoever Gerard Gallant decides to put out there against him. There is no matchup right now that, Ger- that Gerard Gallant can put out there against the Crosby line and have it work. He is going to have to really dig deep to find some kind of line combination that can slow down and save. Because what we are seeing from Crosby right now, he is determined to have one last playoff run in this era with Evgeny Malkin and Chris Letang. That That is the main thing from what I am seeing. Um, yes, it was obviously great to chase Igor Shosturkin. I love seeing all the Yinzers chant Igor. You know, I was, again, I was against this in game three because, you know, he had played well in this series. He was at a 950 save percentage. They did it to Holtby a lot in the past. It really didn't work. I'm like, stop chanting his name, you bunch of cowards. But, you know, it, 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 he definitely, this was Pecorine level stuff we saw in game three and four. He had no answer to what the Penguins were throwing at him. I I think I'm not going to put most of the blame on him. I honestly think the Rangers have just done a horrific job of defending in front of him. He is being left out to dry on a lot of these goals. Credit to the Penguins. They have found another gear and they're getting traffic in front of them and the Rangers are not being able to get the bodies out of the way. But at the end of the day, you know, a lot of these goals really can't be blamed on him just because the Rangers' team defense is atrocious. I mean, for God's sake, they have Patrick Nemeth out there who's basically their version of Jack Johnson. Jacob Truba is not good. Um, Adam Fox is obviously awesome, but he's having a series that he probably would want to forget at this point, especially on on Monday night. He was absolutely terrible. They haven't had Ryan Lindgren for three of the games. I would imagine he'll be back for game five. We'll see. Keandre Miller, he's been fine. But, you know, Braden Schneider, he's a rookie. You don't really know what you have in him. You know, Justin Braun is not any good. The Rangers' defense in their defensive zone have stunk. That is a massive talking point. In this series, Nick Zarras, who has been on this show numerous times. He talked today on the Operable Jam podcast, touching on just that has been the main thing in this series outside of you know the Sidney Crosby line dominating them was that the Rangers just they have had their their defense has had no answer to what the Penguins are throwing at them. And I'll have more on that coming up in the second segment where I talk about the Mike Sullivan uh, Gerard Gillian storyline. But before I get into that, if my dog wants to stop, just. I have no idea what he's doing with the towel over here. I think he's just excited that I'm also excited. But um, our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all of your betting needs and sports info. You can find all the latest odds, news, and sports developments, including this year's basketball playoffs, Major League Baseball scores, fights, and even next season's NLF futures. Bet Online is your continued source for all of your sports wagering information, from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. You can head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. That is Bet Online where the game starts all right we're back here in this episode of the locked on penguins podcast i am your host hunter hodes remember to follow me on twitter hunter hodes follow the show's twitter at lo underscore penguins so as promised i will say this mike sullivan is taking gerard gallant's lunch money spending it and not even deciding to pay him back he is badly out-coaching him in this series. Gallant has been made basically no adjustments through these four games. It's almost like he's like accepted his fate, even though, again, this series is not close to over. Anything is possible in the Stanley Cup playoffs. I've seen numerous teams come back from 3-1 down, but the um, lack, he really was not making, he, 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 has, he just hasn't made any adjustments so far in this series, and Mike Sullivan, he has adjusted big time to the Rangers' attack. The Rangers run a rushed-based offense. They go from defense to offense, really quickly and they try to catch teams off guard and Mike Sullivan has had his defensemen back a lot sooner to make sure that they're not caught off guard and in turn the Penguins are not giving up a lot of the chances that they gave up in the regular season against this team they've been able to shut down their offense a lot more and for example Mika Zibanejad through four games knock on wood he has he was a no-show going into game five I don't know what it is that Penguins have done a masterful job on Zabinichab. Artemi Panarin, he has one goal in the four games. They have also done a very good job on him. is obviously going to get his. Chris Kreider's going to get his. They're two very good players. But honestly, the Rangers' best line to me has been the the Ketel the, the, the Kako Lafreniere line, the kids line, as they like to call it. They're actually being able to generate chances. It's the other lines that, you know, they probably have more to give. And again, I would not be surprised if they do turn it on for game five. But, you know, Sullivan has a in hell right now. And this just goes to show, at least right now in this series, that Mike Sullivan is one of the five best coaches in the league. I've been told by so many people, I shouldn't say so many people, but by some people in the fan base, Mike Sullivan can't adjust, he's not a good coach, just because he lost a couple series to Barry frickin' Trotz, who is his equal. I will 100% die on that hill. Those are probably, outside of John Cooper, those are the two best coaches in this league. And somehow Barry Trotz got fired today. That is his equal because he, he, he has a great game plan to how to shut down the Penguins' offense. So far, they have not. The Rangers have not been able to do that because Golan has not been able to adjust. And again, you know, the pink Mike Sullivan is having his way with matchups. You know, last change tonight. You know, he was deploying the Crosby line against uh, whoever he wanted. That's obviously going to change because the Rangers will now have last change on Wednesday night. But it is crazy. I have no idea what Thrawn is doing over here as I am trying to talk. Hey, buddy, I'm trying to record right now. You can. It's time to go to bed, bud. Bud. Yes, I'm just talking to my dog while I'm doing this podcast, whatever. Um. Again, yeah, if that if that is noisy on the podcast, I, I am so sorry. But again, it is crazy how Mike Sullivan has just had his way in this series. Because, you know, in the regular season series, the Rangers had their number. I mean, again, they, they owned them. That was the biggest reason why so many people did not want the Penguins to play them. And, you know, myself included, I thought, you know, Sturkin was going to be a lot. The Penguins have beaten him three times already. So if I get that fourth win, then everyone can come out and have some fun on social media and all that stuff. But, you know, it's everything is trending the right way right now. Um, Sidney Crosby was able to tie the game tonight. I already touched on his great performance. Um, I saw Rangers fans, some people tweeting that that was a 50-50 call. It looked like it at first. But that last angle, you could clearly see the puck was over the, the, the line. I'm not going to entertain the ref stuff. It's just a boring, tired narrative um, at this point. And then from then on, I mean, Mark Freeman, of all people, gets goals. That was his first career stand cup playoff goal. Danton Heinen, he gets his second um, playoff goal of the year. Um, Jeff Carter, you know, he, he's getting onto the score sheet. Mike Matheson, who's having an atrocious series, he gets on the score sheet. Another big talking point in this series has been the Penguins' depth scoring coming to life. I said after this team lost game two. You need to be able to run four lines and get production from your bottom six and your defense at times. They were a one-line team through two games, but Mike Sullivan must have, you know, again, he made some adjustments. Some of the depth players started to step up. You know, Brock McGinn in game three, Jeff Carter Evan Rodriguez, Danton Heinen again tonight, Mike Matheson, Mark Freeman, Danton Heinen, Jeff Carter, you know, all these guys contributing to scoring goals. You know, th- that's the big thing here um, for the Penguins. They're getting contributions from all over the lineup. That is how you win in the playoffs and you go deep into potentially making a, a, a cup run. You have to get uh, scoring from all four of your lines. I, I mean, that's just, that is how it goes. If you don't, you are going to be up a creek and so far with the rangers a lot of their offense has been from you know some of their top players their depth i think has really killed them so far in this series i have no idea why he is whining um over here but you know what you know we're just again we we're, 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 we're going with it you know the, the content really never sleeps as some of the other people uh like to say um but it's just i mean again i just i really am stunned by what i have seen from the penguins um in this series you know again i, again, I touched on the jake densel goal um of getting malkin roofs one over alexander georgiev i mean that was just a ridiculous shot what a pass also by kasper i mean he he's been playing a lot better in these playoffs doesn't have the goal just yet he's had a couple really nice chances that he hasn't finished on maybe if he could save one for game three or uh, game five excuse me um that would uh be much appreciated that's for sure. But, you know, it's just been a total team effort tonight um, by the – it was a total team effort tonight by the Penguins. He had Gallant in the postgame saying, we played soft. We were soft all over the ice. That's the biggest difference. We were soft all over the ice. So he went full Michelle Terry, mode. He was not happy. And, again, I was very surprised to see that level of performance from the Rangers uh, they looked disinterested right after the Penguins made it three to a four to one. Um, Louis Domingue didn't even have to make a later, make a save after that. Um, the only other goal he allowed was just a bad bounce off Mike Matheson's skate. Um, he he was he was fine, and I I loved what Louis said after the game. I tweeted this on my uh my Twitter. Um, he's like, yeah, I didn't really have to do anything in this game tonight. Once they went up three to four to one, I'm like, that's a that's a perfect response. But um, you know the fact that the Penguins are one win away from winning this series in potentially five games with Louis freaking in that, Um, that's just that's crazy. Um, I, I just I never would have thought this. Um, that's for sure. Um, still more to get to. Coming up in the final segment, we're going to get to the special teams battle and why the Penguins continue to turn around. Turn it around there, excuse me, and go over some other performances that I thought um, <clears throat> were really big tonight. But before we get to that, summer, summer is coming. And with summer, you're going to need some food on the go. Bill Bars are the perfect snack to take with you on family vacations. Throw them in your bags, in your kids' backpacks. Make sure that everyone has a bar so you are fueled for your summer adventures. The best part about built Bars, they are healthy and they are delicious. No more sacrificing delicious food for health. With Built Bar, you can have both, and it's easy. All you have to do is go to built.com and order now. All Built Bars and coffee are covered in 100% real chocolate. That means that with Built Bar, you can eat healthy and actually enjoy eating it. Most Built Bars contain 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 grams of net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. You go to built.com, use promo code LOCK15, and get 15% of your order. When you go, try to get all your favorites like banana cream pie, raspberry, and double chocolate, and so many more. Remember, that's code LOCK15 for 15% off at built.com. All right, we're back here on this episode of the Locked on Penguins podcast. I am your host, Hunter Hodes. Remember to follow me on Twitter, at Hunter Hodes. Follow the show's Twitter, at LO, underscore Penguins. So, touching on a couple other performances that I thought were much better um, again tonight, You know Marcus Pedersen, he continues to have a really good series. I don't think enough people are talking about it. Um, He is top 10 in expected goals for uh, among defensemen. He he and Marino are doing the Lord's work right now. John Marino is actually number one among all defensemen expected goals for the level of play that he is at right now. Best hockey I've seen him play since his rookie year. Shout out to John. Um, Just tremendous hockey. I know I picked on him a lot during the regular season because he was not playing well. Um, but he has reverted back to rookie form. And, you know, maybe those hits from Ryan Reeves uh, spark something in him. But, you know, him and Pedersen on that pairing, um, they continue to just be lights out um, together. Jason Zucker tonight, he had another good game. Uh, Brian Rust, he's playing a bit better. <clears throat> Even Brian Boyle got onto the scoreboard as well. You know, you know the Penguins might be able to get through a series with Brian Boyle playing. Though, where Raquel I think, is getting closer to a return he participated in the morning skate on monday no contact i would assume if the penguins practice tomorrow he will be there again all eyes though, will be on tristan jari took shots for the first time before practice will he be ready to go at some point in this series um or and will the penguins even need him uh if they can close up this series if he doesn't play on um uh wednesday and the penguins win that game you know he will have, get more rest going into round two where he will deserve to I'll be the starter. I, I don't know where these takes are coming from from people that are saying at the Penguins Advance that Lily Domingue should be the starter. Uh no, I am writing with the guy who played out of Vesnick Albert level all season. I understand he's had playoff struggles in the past, but you know, this this will be his time to write his redemption story. And he is, you know, he is a much more polished NHL goaltender, to say the least. So again, don't don't really know where that stuff is coming from. You know, I think it's just some hot take artist. Um and that stuff. Um, according to Money Puck tonight, the deserved to Win meter, 98% for the Penguins, only 2% for the Rangers. That has to be a record on that website. Uh, through two periods, I, I think this 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 probably was updated. Um, Penguins had six players with an expected goal share of 90% or higher. Evan Rodriguez, Teddy Bluger, Brian Rust, Brian Boyle, Jake Gensel, and Sidney Crosby. You know, a few of those players you would expect, like the top line, but the fact that Rodriguez, Bluger, and Brian Boyle had a 92% expected goal share or higher through two periods, um, that is absolutely ridiculous um, from the Penguins. Um, And again, you know, speaking of Sidney Crosby, I've touched on a lot this um, episode, had six points in his last 14 playoff games or last three postseasons. Nine points in four games. I'll repeat that again. Six points in his last 14 games these last three years. You know, that that wrist surgery must have done something because nine goals, I mean, nine points in his last four games. Um, and I will close out with this. What the Penguins have done in this series to Shosturkin is very similar to what they did in 2016 when the Rangers had Henry Lundquist, another world-class goaltender who I personally think is a top five goaltender of all time. And they got they've gotten traffic in front of them, they've broken him at PBG Paints Arena. Obviously, it's gonna be a different thing playing back at Madison Square Garden where his home crowd will be around him. But how does he respond from getting that those those drubbings? these last two games. You know, can the Penguins continue to exploit him and, you know, just use that regular season as bullets in the board material? Because the Penguins, they only scored one 5v5 goal against the Rangers in four regular season games. And they're they they they're well over 10 now in these four games. They I believe they have 20 goals in... Yeah, 20 goals in four games in this series. And, and almost all of them have come against Justin. It's crazy how this series um, has totally flipped uh, to say at least from where we were in the regular season. But I think that'll do it for this episode of the Locked On Penguins podcast. Oh, I, I did um, get a, uh, one listener tweeted this to me about how should Mark Friedman stay in lineup uh, for Brian Boyle. And in my opinion, I personally think I just I would be down for that, but the problem is who are you gonna take out? Pedersen, and know, are playing at a very high level. Mike Matheson is still had a really good year, but he can't be playing with Chris Letang. Um, Chaber Weedle's been great. Mark Freeman is playing well, yes, but Brian Dumoulin is just he's needed for that top pair. If one of the other defensemen was struggling, I would say yes. But right now, I still think this team is better when Dumoulin is on the top pairing with Letang. They need to get Mike Matheson off that pair because he has been atrocious in these last two games. It, yeah, it's, it's a miracle that the Penguins are up three games to one with him playing at the level that he is right now. And shout out to Chris Letang, had a much better performance in game four, as I expected he would. He's not going to follow up a, a disastrous performance in game three, despite the team winning with another god-awful performance. I will say that. But that'll do it for this one. Thank you all so much for listening to this episode of the Locked on Penguins podcast. We'll do another one of these on Tuesday to get touch on game five and what adjustments the Rangers could make and what, what the Penguins should be prepared for going into that uh, elimination game. Um, it's exciting time. The Penguins they have a chance to have handshakes in this one, and I apologize for Fawn um, obsessively whining in the background. But you know what? That That's puppies for you. He's, he's very excited for what the Penguins um, are doing. But, again, thank you all so much for listening. Um, We'll see if the Penguins can close it out on Wednesday. We'll be back with another one of these on Tuesday.